0: Learn from the biggest names in the green industry as Paul talks with the people who know how to help you learn and grow as your company grows. From the Fullerton Unfiltered Podcast, Brian Fullerton. And learn how a Paul Jamison thinks. Learn how a Julio thinks. You can get Caleb Allman on here and say, Caleb, what do you think about making investments into new equipment or should you buy uh, used? The TikTok star from b b Lawn Care, Blake Albertson. Downloaded it as a joke because so many people <laughs> were talking about it and I'm
1: like, Natalie, I'm going to do it. Like I I just want to get on it then i got off and, and you start like, learning all the songs like all well, of that kids. but i got off of it and then it like drug me back and i went back
0: on it the green industry podcast makes learning from the pros both entertaining and inspirational
1: of course the entertainment aspect to some degree there's the companionship but there's also the goal of getting folks on that's going to share something it's actually going to be a fruitful use of time
0: Welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take their businesses to the next level. Join us as we chat with green industry leaders to discover best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. I'm your host, Paul. Good to be with you today. If you're new around here, this is a show on how to build a profitable, successful, Lawn and landscape company. I'm in my tenth season. That's right, my first decade as an entrepreneur, as a small business owner, running my lawn and landscape company here in Metro Atlanta. And uh, I've been blessed to learn a lot through mentors over the le- over the years. But honestly. The thing that has taught me the most has been my experiences. And on this show, I know sometimes it's humorous when I share some of these situations that I got myself in in business and some mistakes that I made along the way, and I learned from those. And when you do something for 10 years, you just get better and better and better at it. I mean, literally, year three was better than year two. Year four was better than year three. Year nine was better than year eight. And this is the best year. I mean, I just, I'm continuing to grow and learn. And so we appreciate you hanging out here today. We're going to do something we've never done on the show. I'm actually going to play a lecture from my e-course on how to set the foundation in your business, what to name your business, just a bunch of the basics as you're getting started. And maybe you've already started your business and you're listening. I think today's lecture will be a good checklist to make sure that you've dotted your I's, crossed your T's, and done things correctly. And if you're just in your first few years of business or you're considering starting a business, you'll certainly find a lot of value in today's episode. Thanks to the Hardscape Academy for sponsoring today's show. If you guys wanna become professional hardscapers, check out the resources. Available at the Hardscape Academy. We'll put that link in today's show notes. So, without further ado, this is my first lecture from my e course. There's about 14 or 15 videos in the e course, and we continue to add more to them. But we're going to go ahead and play this lecture from the e course right now. Take it away, Mr. Producer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to session number one, launching your business. We are going to cover a lot in today's first session. And I want to say this, the entirety of the e-course, it's like an orchestra. It all kind of goes together. And even today, we're going to cover five different things. We're going to talk about what to name your business and why. Setting up legally, creating your logo uniform and professionalism and your path to profitability. So what I could have done is broken all those up into individual lectures, but we're just going to go on a marathon and then I've broken these up into different sessions. So just know that it's not like one video is standalone. They all go together. It's all a tapestry. But in this first session, I want to lay the foundation of things to consider as you're launching your business. So let's start with number one, what to name your business. This is exciting. I remember naming my business. Now, I didn't choose the right name <laughs> back in the day, but that's why we're having this e course. And I was just thinking as I was creating this, I was like, what if I would have watched all these videos, taken notes, and applied what you're about to hear? It would have changed my business. It would have changed the trajectory of my financial life because I made a lot of mistakes and I took, a, I suffered from those mistakes and I learned the hard way. And so my ceiling is your floor, meaning I'm teaching you what I know now that I didn't know 10 years ago. And you can basically start from where I'm at now. If you take good notes and apply this. So naming your business. Now, a important component in selecting the best name for your business is to consider a couple things. Number one, what niche do you want to target? We're going to do a whole uh, lecture on identifying your niche. There's lawn maintenance, there's landscape enhancements, there's fertilizer, weed control, hardscaping, irrigation, tree services, and perhaps a mixture of those is what you want to specialize in. It's what you want to focus in. What's well, important to determine that in order to correct, correctly choose what you want to name your business. And the second thing to consider in naming your business, we're going to dive deep into this, but I just want to mention having the end in mind at the beginning we very likely one day may decide to sell this business. I know so many people that regret not doing things correctly early on in their business because they had this mindset, I would never sell my business. Most people that start a small business don't start it with the idea, hey, I'm going to build this thing up and sell it. It's very rare and there are some sharp business minds out there that say, hey, I'm going to start this lawn care business, build up my book, my account, make this thing so sellable and then sell it. And then they go and they do it again. And, And I know guys that do that five, six times and they're basically retired by now. And so that is a strategy. But then there's a whole other Um, population of business owners is like, Oh man, this is my dream to start my business. And they name it their last name. And then something happens down the road and they want to sell it, but it wasn't tailor made to sell. So you want to consider the end in mind in determining the name. Now, when I mentioned that I named my business wrong, I just named it years ago, Paul Jamison lawn care. I went out and I got little, um, no, you know, what were those things called back in the day? Business cards. <laughs> I forgot business cards are kind of outdated these days, but I printed out Paul Jameson Lawn Care and I had some cheesy little raggedy logo and I, I sent them out, you know, in the neighborhood and started passing them out. Paul Jameson Lawn Care. Well, I'm picking on myself here for not choosing that name wisely and I eventually changed the name. But what would happen if I go to sell my business one day? Paul Jameson Lawn Care. It's not gonna have that much value in the name because whoever's the new owner isn't Paul Jamison. And the customers are gonna be like, hey, where's Paul Jamison? And you're showing up with trucks, you know, Paul Jamison Lawn Care, and you're not Paul Jamison. And and so you, I, I recommend considering a couple things when choosing your name. And I understand the arguments. People are like, no, just pick your last name because your integrity and your work ethic, and you wanna put your name on the line. But if you go to sell it one day, the naming your business after your last name really uh, brings down the worth of the value in the point of sale. So although in the moment it might highlight your great work ethic and integrity and the quality of your name, you know, you stand behind your name. It does, It's not the best for selling it one day. So if I would go back and talk to myself 10 years ago, I'd say, young man, name your business after the, the neighborhood you want to target or the area you want to target, and then name the second half of your name after the niche you want to target. For example, there's a neighborhood here in Atlanta and it's called River Club. Okay. So I could have named, and I, I, I've have found that landscape enhancements is my best profit margin. It's my wheelhouse. And we're going to talk about the niches in another episode. So what I would have done, if I could go back 10 years in time, I would have named my business River Club Landscape, River Club Landscape. Or if I would have said, hey, I want to have a business that really does lawn maintenance well. There's another neighborhood called Sugarloaf. I would have named it. That's like an area. It's like a region around town. I could have named my business Sugarloaf Lawn Maintenance. Now guess what happens when I go to sell Sugarloaf Lawn Maintenance, and I have you know box trucks or really nice enclosed trailers wrapped, and it says Sugarloaf Lawn Maintenance. Well, when I sell the company, the new owners, and the truck still shows up, the customer's not going to be looking out the window. Where's Paul Jamison? They're going to see Sugarloaf Lawn Maintenance, and it's gonna you're going to be able to sell it for more if you ever decide to sell it one day. You never know. You might. You you might give it to your son and you're long gone and he might want to sell it, or you might have to move and you, you want to sell it. So just build it in case you ever do want to sell it, that it's tailor made for the highest point of sale if you decide to sell it. And so, what I would say to you is perhaps pick the region, the city, the name of a neighborhood that you want to have route density in. Because guess what? People are doing every single day in this generation, they're going to Google. Lawn care in name in your city or landscaper and name in your city. And then what pops up in the SEO? And if your city name is Duluth, Georgia, that's a name in Minnesota, but it's also in Atlanta, Metro Atlanta, Duluth, Georgia. Someone's going to go in there and type in lawn maintenance in Duluth or lawn care in Duluth. Well, if your name of your company is Duluth lawn maintenance, And this topic today in launching your business, we're not going to nerd out in SEO, but that's just one little SEO tip. People are going to type that into Google and that's the name of your company. You're you're already ahead of the game. So that's my advice in naming your company is listen carefully to our lecture, to a couple lectures down the road. We're going to talk about uh, developing your niche. So as you build your business, you want it to be as profitable as possible. You want it to be as efficient as possible. You want it to be built around the niche that you want to focus in, or it could be a mix of services. Some guys like to do lawn maintenance and landscape enhancements. Some people like to do landscape enhancements and hardscaping. Some people might know, hey, I only want to do lawn care in the sense of fertilizer and weed control. Now the term lawn care some people associate that with lawn maintenance and some people associate that with fertilizer and weed control. But someone might be like, I just want to do fertilizer and weed control, which is lawn care. So then you can name it Duluth Lawn Care or Atlanta's Lawn Care, Atlanta Lawn Care. You know what I'm saying? So you have the niche highlighted so your customer knows, oh yeah, I know what they do. They're a lawn maintenance company. And you can throw in some Potentially, some it's a generalized name, but it's a generalized name with a purpose. So, there you go. I hope that helps you choose your name wisely so you can sell it if you do decide to sell it one day for the highest. Um, possible price. And as you're building your business, keep track of the names of your customers, their first and last name, their phone number, their email, write all this down. Cause if you ever go to sell it one day, you have all that data collection. You have a nice generalized name and you have all your box trucks and enclosed trailers and everything's got, you know, the logo and everything on it real nice. You can sell it for top dollar. Number two for session. Number one is legally setting up your business now I highly encourage you to hire a great accountant we're gonna do a whole lecture in several lectures from now about hiring a great accountant so I just want to briefly mention it on the front end here but you are now a small business owner this is not a hobby you're not just cutting the neighbor's yard for a little bit of cash you own a business and so you have you, you need a Bring around you, even if you're a solo guy, a team of professionals. And part of that team is you want an awesome accountant that doesn't make you feel like you're nobody. I'm speaking from experience. I had gone through several accountants in my business, and at one point, I had this accountant that. Here I am, this hungry entrepreneur, small business owner that I don't really know what I'm doing, but I want to figure it all out. And she would like have this snotty put her nose up in the air and like like I she was so important that I wasn't even worthy for her to waste her breath talking to me. And uh so anyway, I fired her and 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 I I don't have, you know, that um bad situation anymore, but It was my fault because I should have never have been, I should have been more careful and selective of what accountant I chose. I just had someone randomly say, oh yeah, this one company is good, hire them. And I just like, oh, okay, oh yeah. I just hired them because my friend at a cookout told me to. You want to do some great research on hiring a great accountant because your accountant is going to help you with taxes and legalities if they're a good accountant. And I'm a Dave Ramsey listener. So you can type into Google Dave Ramsey endorsed accountant or, you know, do your research and read their reviews, ask questions, get to know them and hire a good one that you feel like they have your best interest in mind and they're going to help you build as profitable as company as possible. So with that being said, once you have your accountant Set up. And that's one of the first steps in this business is get your great CPA and ask them, just be honest, say, hey, I'm about to launch a lawn care landscaping business. Can you help me? And depending on what city, state, country you live in, the legalities of getting a business license and getting everything legalized and legit is going to be different. Even in, for example, Atlanta, Georgia, it's going to be different depending on what kind of company you have and what your goals are you're going to, you can get different advice from different folks. So I don't want to go through all the scenarios. There's sole proprietorship, there's LLC in some of these other countries, you guys have completely different uh, business entities and setups, but my legal advice is get a great CPA who knows the law of the land in your city, your County, your state, and that you can explain, Hey, I'm just doing this part-time, probably going to do like $4,000 $4,000 a month in revenue, or, hey, I'm doing this full-time. I better be making over ten grand per month, and then they can lead you into, do you want to do an S-corp, the sole proprietorship, what, what's best for you? It's all going to be based on the details of where you live, what your business is, and what your goals are for your business, and a great CPA is going to know all that information. They're going to know, oh, yeah, you need to go to the Secretary of State. Here's the website uh, link to the exact form. Fill this form out. It's going to be X amount of dollars and you need to go to your county. Uh, here's the you know form to go online and fill out your business license in your county and it's going to be X amount. Of, I mean, they, a good account is going to have all that information um, just like that can deliver it to you. You go to the appropriate um, governing officials and you can do most of this online. And uh, I had to go in person my first time, but then from there on out, it's all annual. Just a couple clicks of the button to renew all the business license and uh everything I have to do through the secretary of state and all that. So, number one, name your business. Think about a good name, and you're definitely gonna want to listen to the whole niches, selecting your niche lecture before selecting your name, but be keeping that in mind because you're gonna need that information when you legally set up. And before you legally set up, just don't say, Oh, yeah, some guy on YouTube said to do this. Friend, get a CPA. Talk to your CPA and make sure you understand why you're gonna structure your business the way you are and get the facts from a CPA in your city that understands all the legalities of your region. Number three, in this first session here, the logo. Having a simple, good logo is so important. I love NFL football These are billion-dollar brands, the Dallas Cowboys, the New York Giants, the Denver Broncos. These guys have a logo that comes to mind, and they have a color scheme, and they keep it simple. How about Toro? I got my Toro hat on right now. Very simple. Actually, actually I was driving home last night, and I saw a Toro uh, repair shop. I had their red logo yesterday, and I was like, oh, there's Toro. Very simple, right? Nike, very simple. Adidas, very simple, I can go on and on and on Apple. Very simple. And so with your logo, you want it to be simple and you want a good color combo. And all you got to do with the color combo is think about NFL teams, the Dallas Cowboys. They got their colors, right? Silver and blue. Denver Broncos. They got their orange and blue. You got the, you know, name any team, Atlanta Falcons. They go with a red, black, and white. The Miami Dolphins, right? They got that blue and orange, San Diego Char- or Los Angeles Chargers. They got that that yellow and, and, and blue. And you can go through all the different uh, color combos, but select one because these billion dollar brands, they put a lot of time, money and energy and effort into thinking about their color scheme. So I was look at some of these lawn care landscape logos and they got grass and they got five different colors and it gives you a headache. It makes you dizzy just looking at it. Just do something so simple. And hopefully you have a good name. River Club lawn maintenance or River Club landscape. I got a simple name and now I got a simple color scheme. Red and black or red and white or uh, like the Dallas Cowboys, silver and blue. Boom. And now you have your logo. And this is something that I would invest. You can really get a good logo made 100 bucks. If, if you if you find a good person, 150 bucks. They'll give you, you know, a few different options and this is not something I would dribble together or doodle together. Hire a professional. Get a simple logo. Tell them you want, hey, I want simple. I love the color scheme of my f- this football team, the Pittsburgh Steelers. They got gold and black. Make it gold and black and make it simple. Or you don't have to use a Steelers color. Maybe the Cowboys colors. Make it silver and blue. Whatever. Pick a Pick a color scheme that you like to look at. Make your logo simple. You have your Thoughtful name as well. So, boom. You are listening to the Green Industry Podcast. Paul returns in just a moment.
0: TheHardscapeAcademy.com is the place to go to become the next professional hardscaper. Check out Caleb Allman's How to Install Pavers and How to Install Retaining Walls Comprehensive Guides. You will learn all the techniques and information necessary to perform the installation of these features based on industry standards including tips and tricks that Caleb has learned over the past 20 years of hardscaping. The courses are immediately available via online streaming for just $99 each. Go to TheHardscapeAcademy.com and that link is in today's show notes.
1: Well, thanks to the Hardscape Academy for sponsoring today's show. I'm going to be, Lord willing, at Caleb and Brittany Allman's house just in a few weeks on our summer tour. Looking forward to seeing them. I mean, I always see their house on Instagram, so it's like, man, I'm going to get to actually be there. It's pretty uh, exciting. And uh, I'm a ba- I like horses, so I know Caleb has his horse, so we'll see. I don't know if he'll let me, you know do my Kentucky Derby uh, wannabe time out there, or if I'm just going to be, it's going to be a petting zoo, but uh, I'm excited to go to the almonds. All right, well, we're going to get back into to this lecture from the e-course. If you like what you're hearing and you're thinking, man, I want to take the whole e-course, uh, Mr. Producer is going to put the link to the e-course in today's episode notes with uh, Caleb's link as well over to the Hardscape Academy, our link to your GIE registration. All of that's going to be in the show notes. So take a gander over there if any of that interests you. And now we're going to get back to this lecture for my e-course. Now we got a business name, Sugarloaf Lawn Maintenance. I hired my CPA that I trust, that I feel has my best interest in mind. My CPA knows my county and gave me very clear instructions of the forms to fill out and how much it's going to be. And that business name that I really like, that's thoughtful, is now legally set up. And I remember, I think it was Blake Albertson years ago when he was a teenager talked about how his brain cells and his, his just, um, mentality changed when he went and he got his business license because then he's like, man, his shoulders are back and his chest is out. He's like, I'm a business owner legally. I own a business. Even though he's like 18 years old, he owned a business. And it's important that you're not just cutting grass. And, uh, you know, for your aunt and the neighbor and they're giving you cash, I have my funny slogan, cut that grass and make that cash. It's kind of tongue in cheek, but you need to be legal. You need to have this thing legally set up. And we're going to talk about accounting and bookkeeping in the next session, but you want to make sure you're legally set up. You got your logo. Next. I gotta gotta simmer down, I'm getting so passionate about this. Because I didn't have, I had YouTube University, if you will, where you watch a bunch of YouTube videos, that was just kind of starting off like in my second or third year of business. So when I started off in business, I didn't have all this. So I'm pouring out my heart and soul into this because I don't want you to make the mistakes I made. And I made a lot of them. So my logo wasn't good, I wasn't legally set up the right way coming out of the gate and I didn't have the right name. So I was already 0 for 3, okay? That's why I'm so passionate and I'm pouring everything I got into this because it's like I, you don't have to make the mistakes that I made. Number four in session number one here, let's talk about uniforms. Now there's several different companies that sell uniforms. I love these golf shirts that make it real. It's hot in Atlanta that, that make you, it feels real light on you. I like the golf shirt look and I like khaki pants. I wore, I grew up working in a country club at a golf course, and we wore golf shirts and khaki pants. And if you didn't have your golf shirt on, company golf shirt, you didn't have your khaki pants. They sent you home. No ifs, ands, ands, and buts about it. You didn't. You didn't wear jeans. You didn't look all raggedy. You looked professional. And we worked at a very nice country club on the lake. I, it was. It was golf related. But anyway, I learned professionalism at that job. That wear my golf shirt and it had to be tucked in. You wouldn't even think about, man. The the manager Brett. Whew. That guy was scary. You you had your shirt untucked. You didn't want that. You you look professional at all times. Uh, and so, I learned that, and I have had countless compliments from my customers. That man, Paul, you you know you look really professional. You carry yourself very professional. And so, the reason if you have a professional uniform and you look professional and you're consistent, and you do professional work, you you actually learn your craft and you become excellent at it. Then guess what? You can charge professional prices. So take your parents serious. And I know it's hot. You can get cutoffs, that, but you can still have it a logoed. A cutoff's meaning it's, it's, a, it's like, a, you ever see Keith Kalfas wears those jerseys? They look like a basketball jersey, but they're all lettered up with his, his name of his company on there. So even if it's like, hey, Paul, it's 95 degrees. I don't want to wear a golf shirt. Well, then you can wear those on the 90 degree days, but if it's set in the 70s or 80s, wear your golf shirt. If it's in the 60s, wear your golf shirt. You can get jackets made up, hoodies, hats, get your logo everywhere. I used a company, this is not sponsored or anything. I don't even know if this company is in existence anymore because the last time I bought my stuff, I bought it in gigantic bulk. They were running a big sale. I cleaned them out, man, on the sale and uh, bought bought bulk, okay? Queensboro.com. That's who I use. They were up in Wilmington, North Carolina. Honestly, don't even know if they're still in business. There's several other companies that do the same thing. They sell apparel. You just send them um, the the PNG uh, um, of your logo. You upload it and you put in your order and then they ship you the the golf shirts with your logo on it, the hats with your logo on it, the jackets with your logo on it. And you want to get that Marketing going with your uniforms, and you want to be consistent. You want to be professional. You also want to get that, you know, eventually, and you got to go in baby steps. You can't just overnight have a real nice truck and a real nice trailer and that all lettered and logoed. And, you know, all this stuff is baby steps. And so you got to put it in priorities, which I'm going to help you with in this course. And you got to do it in increments, unless you're like, hey, I'm going to take, you know, A lot of money and invested in this business. I'm going to do everything all up at at once, but you don't have to do that. You can do everything in baby steps. And, And you know, baby step one is getting that CPA. Baby step two, listen to the lecture that's coming up on selecting your niche, select a smart business name. You know, step number three, legally get set up. You know, get your logo get your uniforms and and then you know eventually get your truck lettered or logoed or wrapped wrappeds more expensive um, I got my truck lettered for 200 bucks I gave the guy my logo and what I wanted on there and let me say this less is more when you get your what you get your truck wrapped or your trailer wrapped or lettered or logoed you know, less is more, meaning don't be the guy. I was at stoplight and I look over and it says painting, plumbing, roofing, lawn maintenance, pressure wash. I mean, I'm just like, oh my gosh, dude, the, the guy did everything and anything. And it was all could just junk together. It did not look good at all. You, you don't want to be that guy. You want it to just be simple. River club landscape, design, build, install, you know, and your phone number. Or your website, and maybe that's too much. Simple. The the le- these gigantic construction companies right right outside here, they're building a brand new, um, you know, uh, strip mall type place. So I'm watching the construction of this, and the company over there, I really like their trucks. I see their trucks every day, and all they have is the logo. That's it, and it looks real professional. And I see them every day, and now I notice their trucks all over the place. But it's just real clean truck, boom. Their simple logo on the truck. But yeah, you, eventually that's great marketing. When people see you in the neighborhood, you got your uniform on. Oh yeah, every day. You know they wear the same color shirt. Yeah, River Club Lawn Maintenance, and they have their you know khaki pants on. Man, they're sharp. They're professional. And be professional when you talk to your customers. Don't be cussing. Talk to them with respect. Yes sir. No sir. Yes ma'am. No ma'am. And it helps like I said, to become an expert, once you select your niche, become the biggest expert in that because then you're able to communicate with your customer with knowledge. And when, you, when your customer can tell, wow, this person really knows what you're talking about, it gives the customer peace and it gives you credibility and authority, and it gives you the opportunity to be able to raise your prices. And the customer will gladly pay it if you're going to be competent and knock it out of the park with what you say you're going to do. So in review here, name your business, Legally get set up, get a simple, good logo with a good color scheme, get uniforms, hats, shirts, jackets, wear them, be consistent, be professional. And last but not least, we want to talk, lay a foundation of profitability. So, when we talk about building a business, it's exciting, man, I'm going to get a weed eater and I'm going to get a blower and I'm going to get, and I'm going to do a a lecture. I'm actually take you out in the garage and in the backyard and show you some basic setups with a blower and weed eater and mower and all that fun stuff. But the point of building the business isn't just to have a business. It's to have a profitable business. Most small businesses, you've probably heard stats like four out of five businesses fail in the first five years. That means only one out of five make it. And so having a business versus having a actual profitable, sustainable business is a different animal. And so the foundation of everything we're going to talk about, and this is what I wish I could go back in time 10 years ago and sit myself down and say, hey, young man, Focus on the bottom line. Focus on profitability. Get obsessed with your profit and loss statement. Get obsessed with being as efficient as as possible so you can be as profitable as possible. Get obsessed with profit. Get obsessed with money in your checking account, money in your investments, your debt paid off. Get obsessed with being profitable. Just having a shiny truck and a nice trailer and equipment and accounts doesn't mean you're profitable because you could be overspending on expenses. You could be having fat that needs trimmed that you haven't trimmed and you could be charging your prices too low and there's many other variables that would make you not profitable. And so we're going to talk about those, but as you're building your business, just bring everything through that, uh, that question. Is this going to make me profitable? Is this is this helping my profitability? And be obsessed with the bottom line. Be just Overkill your emphasis on profitability. That, that, that word is going to be intertwined in what we talk about in these coming sessions. But I just wish I could go back in, in time, 10 years, and just looked myself in the square in the eye. And, and even if I had to kind of raise my voice to say, young man, do you understand that you going and working 40 hours for a company They're going to pay you per your hour, but you go and work 40 hours for yourself. How much money is going to be determined by, you know, so many variables in your company that's going to determine if you're hitting the profit margins at the highest possible way. And so just because you're breaking a sweat, just because you're pushing the mower, just because you're digging the hole and putting the plan in doesn't mean you're making money. A lot of guys. I talk to a lot of guys and gals that are the rat in the wheel that aren't profitable. And I talk to a lot of guys and gals that are crushing it, that are niched down. They're focused. They're efficient. They know what they're doing. They're experts. They're crushing it. They're hitting profit margins. Their equipment's paid off. They got a bunch of money in the bank. They got money in investments. They're they're, they're on a great trajectory in life. They're doing well literally in the next day, I'll talk to someone else. It's like, man, this is so tough. And you know, they're crying and, and, and pouting and, Oh man, this is, I don't know, I'm, I'm robbing Peter to pay Paul and life's tough. And then I talked to another guy, man, I'm crushing. Not, not that they're the guy that's crushing. It's exaggerated. He really is crushing it. Profit margins are great. He's telling me numbers, man, you you got it. So there's, There's two ways to go about it. You could be the rat in the wheel, robbing Peter to pay Paul, and it could be a burden, or you could have a profitable business that's a blessing to you that provides food on your table, gas in your truck, and investments for the future. But you gotta be crazy focused on building this thing wisely, carefully, diligently and always keeping your focus on that bottom line profit. So this is session number one, launching your business, just to in the foundation. Really appreciate you taking this e-course and excited for session number two. Well, friends, I hope that was very helpful. If you're new in business, my e-course is just for you. I created this thing. Literally, as I was making it, I was thinking of my scared, nervous, unprepared self from 10 years ago. As I was getting into this lawn and landscape business, I just had a big hunger and a strong work ethic to get out there and crush it. But my my mind lacked the knowledge of what to do. And so Mr. Producer has encouraged me, why don't you take that 10 years of experience, everything you've learned in 10 years, package it together and put it in a way where someone who is just getting started, they can learn these lessons and implement them right out of the gate. So you don't have to make those mistakes that I made, but you can do things the right way, right out of the gate. So what you heard today was the first lecture in the e-course. We then do a lecture on banking and budgeting, then one on identifying your niche, selecting your service area, the equipment setup. Uh, Know Your Numbers Lecture followed by the Accounting and Bookkeeping Lecture. We do several um, lectures on pricing, how to come up with your pricing, how to market, Building best practices and much more, and we're continuously adding more videos to this as we see trends with the messages you guys send us asking questions. If we continuously you continuously <laughs> see the same question, I uh, will eventually make a video for that, and uh, those will be available there as well. So it's ninety seven dollars at the moment you're listening to this. If you're listening to real time, July twenty twenty, that's the rate. If you're listening, you know, on a binge. You know, two years down the road, uh, the rate's probably different, but we are doing a sale right now as we recently launched this of only $97. So Marty is going to put that link to the e-course in today's show notes. You can click on that and uh, get signed up. You'll get the videos immediately. So if you're new in business, I highly recommend you will... $97, you will learn so many things that will save you way more than $97. I mean, it would just over time, you'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember when Paul said that. And you'll make the right choice and, you know, earn yourself way more and save yourself, you know, way more and just, you know, avoid a lot of the pitfalls that I fell into because I didn't know any better. But I shared all, you know, share what I learned, my experiences, my knowledge in this e-course. Hey, thanks again to the Hardscape Academy for sponsoring today's episode. If you want to become a professional hardscaper, check out the resources available at the Hardscape Academy. And uh, just take a gander through today's show notes. We'll have the GIE Plus Expo registration in there. Use promo code Paul. Get yourself 50% off the Hardscape Academy links and the e-course link to get signed up for that in there as well thanks for listening guys smash that subscribe button and we will be back soon